Hey, Stoop Kids. This episode is sponsored by Andrews Technology Group. Andrews Technology Group offers consultation services and creative technology solutions for families and small businesses. Go to andrewstechnologygroup.com to see all the ways they can help your family stay connected. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Let's go. Yo, yo, yo. Sitting on the stoop, chilling with your friends. Hoping that the fun times will never end. You got your homie to your left, your bestie to your right. Feeling like a stoop kid and everything is nice. Got a couple of friends that I want you to meet. Super cool and super fun, walking to their own beat. I'm your bestie, Melly. Thanks for stopping by. Keep this thing on play and let's have a good time. Hey, stoop kids. It's stoop kids. to another episode of stupid kid stories episode two season three episode two season three thank you all for coming back and listening to all of my stories it's been a great week and i hope that you all had a fabulous fantastical magical thanksgiving day of giving thanks whatever you and your family calls it i hope that you ate lots of food and whatever you did to celebrate with your family and your friends, socially distant, of course. I hope that it was a great day. I know it was a great day for me. It was me, my sister, and my mom. We ate lots of food. We watched Jingle Jangle. If you haven't watched Jingle Jangle, go watch it. It's amazing. And I ate lots of cookies. So, I hope that you had a great, great Thanksgiving. Next, I gotta give a shout out to a special Patreon birthday girl. Hey, Emmy. Happy birthday, Emmy. Happy birthday, Emmy. Happy birthday, Emmy. From me, your virtual bestie, Melly, and all of the kids and Stoop Kid Stories, we just want to say happy birthday, and I hope that you had a fantastical, magical day, and you got everything that your heart desired, and that you were surrounded by so much love and joy and happiness. So, happy birthday. And remember, if you would like a special shout out for the stupid kids in your life, you can make a pledge at www.patreon.com slash stories, and your child will receive a shout out on the show. And also, if you pledge at tier three, you will get a handwritten birthday card to your stupid kid for one of the stupid kids from the show. Also, I wanted to take this time and tell you about my new event called Coco and Quarantine. It's a special event that I am running for December for my Tier 2 and Tier 3 Patreon members. So if you're already a Patreon member on Tier 2 and Tier 3, you will get a special link on December 19th to attend the live reading of a new holiday story that I am writing on December 20th at 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. You have up till December 19th to become a patron so sign up today so you don't miss out on this event and I want to sit and read my story live for all of you and I can connect with you and talk to you and have fun with you grab some hot cocoa grab some apple cider grab a juice box grab whatever you want and sit with me as you get to hear my new story live before anyone else so sign up today the event is on December 20th at 2 p.m eastern standard time okay 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 enough of me rambling. If you haven't done so, please follow Stoop Kid Stories on all social media sites, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. That's it, at Stoop Kid Stories. And if you haven't done so already, please rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast. Okay, 
I'm talking really, really fast because I'm really, really excited for this new story. So let's get into it. But first, a message from our sponsor. Moms and dads, are you struggling to find the perfect tech gift for your friends and family this year? Don't spend hours online guessing or end up with analysis paralysis. Get advice from the professionals at Andrews Technology Group. Their dedicated team of technology experts will help you to find the right laptop for your niece, to help your cousin back up his professional photos with the best storage device, or to gift yourself the perfect smartphone. Visit andrewstechnologygroup.com to schedule a consultation so you can go from cart to checkout with confidence. All right, since last episode we hung out with the girls, it's time this week to see what the boys are up to. One Sunday afternoon, after church was done and everyone was home getting ready for their after-service nap, Nathaniel and Byron decided to stop by Carr's house to watch the game on his new, big, high-definition flat-screen TV. Hey, friends, Carr said as he opened the door. What's up, King Carr? Can you have some company? Byron asked. Yeah, wait, let me ask my dad. Dad, can my friends come in? Who are your friends? Carr's dad yelled back from upstairs. Byron and Nathaniel. Oh, yeah, 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 sure, they can come in. I'll be down in a second, just trying to finish cutting your granddad's hair. The boys walked inside and headed straight to the family room. Yo, Carr, where's your new TV? We want to watch the game, Nathaniel said. We haven't taken it out the box yet. We're supposed to do it today after church, but my dad has been upstairs cutting my pop's hair for a minute now, Carr said. All good. You think your dad can cut my hair next? I need to shape up real bad. Byron asked as he looked at himself in the reflection on the window. Oh yeah, deaf, but after the game, Nathaniel said. You know my dad likes to take his good old time cutting hair. He has to make sure it's just right. And that's why I'm the best backyard barber in this city. <laughs> How y'all feeling today, young kings? Carr's dad said. We good, Byron said with the quickness. I mean, my braces hurt, but I'm all right. Nathaniel added. Just all right. Well, we gotta do better than that. Hey, I saw you the other day, uh, driving down Bentlow on your bike. Tried to honk at you, but you were in the zone, Carr's dad said. Oh, man, I didn't even see you. You know I would have waved back. Where's Pops? Nathaniel asked. Uh, he's upstairs resting. We did a lot of running around yesterday trying to get this TV, and I think I tired the old man out, Carr's dad said. You know, Carr, I think it's so dope that you live with your dad and your pops. We have to drive all the way to the county to see my grandparents, Nathaniel said. Yeah, this is basically all I've ever known, Carr said. Is it weird not having your mom around? Byron asked. Nah, not really. She left when I was like five, so it's been the three of us ever since, and I love hanging out with my dad and my pops, Carr said. Hey, boys, uh, y'all want to help me uh, move this TV to get it set up? Carr's dad yelled from the other room. Sure, here we come, Carr yelled back, and the boys ran into the other room. The boys loved hanging out at Carr's house. It was always a fun time to get away from the girls for a bit and just be boys. Carr's dad and grandpa also loved having the boys over. They would talk about cars, 
go outside in the garage and build things and just teach the young boys about life. It was like their own clubhouse. One time, Byron showed up to a formal school event and didn't have on a tie. His pants were nice and pressed, shoes were shining, but the only thing that was missing was a tie. Carr's dad saw him and pulled him to the side and asked, You need a tie, son? Byron responded and said that he didn't own a tie. So Carr's dad took him outside to the parking lot, opened his trunk, and grabbed a tie for him. He always had extras in the car. He showed him how to tie the tie and even showed him how to tie it the fancy way into a trinity knot. All right, boys, um, everybody grab a corner and we're going to take this bad boy down to the basement to set it up. Uh, be careful now. One step at a time. Nice and easy. Yeah, yeah, that's it. That's it. Uh, okay, we're almost there. Put it down, uh, right here. Ah, mm-hmm, nice. While they were setting up, the JRs were outside lurking through the window, watching them set up the new TV. Clearly, they had nothing else better to do, and we know that the JRs are always up to no good. They finished setting up the TV, called Pops downstairs, and ordered some pizza to go with their afternoon hangout. It looks good down here, Pops said. Thanks, Pops. Um, who's your favorite football team? Carr asked. Oh, well, I was born in New Orleans before I moved up here, so I'm a die-hard Saints fan, Pops said. Okay, okay. How about you, Dad? Carr asked. I gotta go with my boy Lamar Jackson and say Ravens Nation all day, his dad said. I like the Ravens, but the better bird is the eagle, so I'm rolling with the eagles this season. Shout out to Philly, where my auntie is from, Byron chimed in. Everyone looked at Nathaniel, waiting for his answer. Oh, uh, is it my turn? Um, I don't know. The Patriots? The Patriots! Really, bro? Come on, son, we gotta do better than that. Hey, 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 I don't watch a lot of football, so I don't really know. I like motocross bikes. It's all right, Nathaniel, we know you want to be biker of the year, but we gotta get you to the right side of the yard line, so today, you're gonna be a Ravens fan, Carr said as he tossed him a purple shirt from the closet for him to wear. It was the Battle of the Beltways game, the Baltimore Ravens versus the Washington football team. This was a highly anticipated football game. The guys ate their pizza, watched the game, laughed, cracked jokes, screamed at the TV, laughed some more, and enjoyed their afternoon. The sun started to set, so they cleaned up and Byron and Nathaniel walked home. Pops headed off to bed, and Carr and his dad sat at the dinner table together. Thanks for letting my friends come over, Dad. Today was fun, Carr said. I enjoyed them, and seeing you with them always brings a smile to my face. I love how Byron doesn't mind spending time with you and Nathaniel, even though he's a little bit older than you two, his dad said. Yeah, he's he's kind of like our big brother in a sense, Carr said. <laughs> I can see that. Well, son, uh, let me tell you this. Hold on to your friendships. The older you get, the harder it is to keep them going. Why you say that, Dad? Carr's dad paused for a second. It just comes with living long enough, son. Now run upstairs and get in bed. You got school in the morning. Yes, sir. Love you, Dad, Carr said, hugging his dad. I love you too, son. And Carr's dad finished cleaning up the kitchen 
and went to the backyard to take the last little bit of trash outside so it could be collected in the morning. The night drew cool. The city was quiet and still. But there was still some ruffling happening outside. The JRs. They had snuck out of their house and into Carr's backyard. They looked through the windows to make sure that everyone was sound asleep. Psst, over here, JR whispered. The back door is open, let's go. And the JR snuck into Carr's house. His dad must have accidentally left the door unlocked when he was taking out the trash. The JRs tiptoed quietly through the house like little mice, trying desperately to not make any noise. Come on, we gotta get downstairs, get the TV, and get out of here, JR whispered. You sure it is a good idea, JR? one of the boys said. Have I ever steered you wrong? Don't answer that. Come on, let's go. And the JR squad headed downstairs to the basement, trying desperately to not make any squeaking noises on the steps. They unplugged the TV, carried it back upstairs and out the door without waking up anyone in the house. Morning came, the sun rose, and the city was busy with buses and cars rushing up and down the street like they do every Monday morning at 7 a.m. Carr's household woke up and came downstairs to eat breakfast. Pop sat at the table and noted something on the floor. Hey, uh, Carr, what's that over there by the fridge? Carr got up from the table and saw that it was a keychain shaped in the letter J. That's a JR keychain. Junior wears it on his belt loop all the time. But why would it be in here? Carr questioned. Car! His dad screamed from the basement. Uh, coming, Dad! And he ran downstairs because it sounded like his dad was in a panic. <gasps> dad, where's our TV? Car said, standing there feeling shook. I was about to ask you the same question. Where's my TV? His dad said furiously. I, I don't know, Dad. Pop started walking slowly down the stairs and said, My sons, I think we've been robbed. Come look. And Carr and his dad went upstairs. Look through the yard at the footprints. Four different shoe types. Someone must have come in through the back door last night, Pop said. The JRs, Carr said to himself. What's that you say? His dad turned around and asked. The JRs. It was them. How else would Junior's keychain get on our kitchen floor? Carr said. Now you sure about that? His dad asked, still looking at the footprints outside. I'm sure of it, Carr said with certainty. I know it was Junior and them. Hold on, hold on. Are these the same boys that go around and break all the windows in the neighborhood? Carr's dad asked. Yeah, Carr responded quietly. Oh, I know where they live. Grab the keys, Carr's dad said, and the three of them rushed out the door. Zipping through the neighborhood, they ended up at Junior's house. Little did Carr know, his dad went to high school with Junior's mom, so they were old friends. Oh, hey, Keith, what brings you by today? Junior's mom said. I believe that your young boy got into something last night, and I just wanted to talk to him really quickly if that was okay, Carr's dad said. Carr and his pop stood on the sidewalk, patiently waiting and watching. Junior! Get yourself down here right now. Somebody wants to talk to you, Junior's mom screamed. Junior came downstairs and saw Carr's dad standing there and his eyes grew super wide. 
Can I have a word with you, my boy? Carr's dad said, and they stepped outside, only a few feet away from where the others were standing. Now I'm going to give you one chance to come clean, son, Carr's dad said. I don't know what you're talking about, Junior said, puffing up his chest. I'm sure you do, so it's better to just tell me now, and you and I can handle it, before I tell your mother or anyone else about what you took from me, Carr's dad said in a calm but stern manner. Look, sir, I don't know what you're talking about. I just... And before he could finish, Carr's dad held up the keychain that was left in the house. Junior put his head down and didn't say a word. Now, son, just tell me where my TV is, and I won't have to make this a bigger deal than what it needs to be, Carr's dad said. Follow me, Junior said, and led him around the corner to the back of the house. Where are they going, Pops? Carr asked. Don't worry about it. Your dad has got it under control, Pop said. A few minutes passed, and Junior and Carr's dad walked back from around the corner with Carr's dad holding the TV. Junior, what in the world? Get yourself back in this house. How did you get that TV? You have a lot of explaining to do, young man. Keith, I am so sorry. I will pay you for this. I just can't believe he is back into this stealing mess again. Junior, you are grounded, Junior's mom said. It's all right, Tammy. I had a nice talking to him, Carr's dad said. And Junior's mom grabbed him by the ear yet again and dragged him into the house. Dad, how did you get Junior to give you back the TV? What did you say? Carr asked as they all walked towards the car. Carr's dad looked at his dad, Pops, and gave a grin, and then turned to Carr and said, I simply said to him, A man is better off standing on his word of truth regardless of the outcome rather than telling a lie. That was something that Pops told Carr's dad when he was just a young boy. Carr didn't fully understand what that meant, but he knew that telling the truth was better than lying. They all got in the car and drove home. The end. It is never okay to tell a lie. It is also never okay to steal. I am so happy that JR gave the TV back. How else would the boys watch their football game next week? If you ever do something wrong, just know that telling the truth will always be better than lying about it. Thanks for listening. Make sure you tune in next time for another episode of Stoop Kid Stories. Till next time, bye!